What's up, everybody? This is Justin Flinner coming to you live from Northern Virginia with the Justin Flinner Podcast by My Metro Medicine. This is part five, the final stretch of the five treasures of acupuncture. And this really is a special one. This is our last substance, but I saved, I don't like to say best for last too many times, but I do believe that this one holds a very dear place in all of our hearts and you'll find out exactly what I mean by that when we get through this substance. So this is the substance of Shen or for lack of a better way of uh, translating that word, it is the substance of your spirit, of who you are. When we talk about Shen, when we talk about this substance again like the other four that we have discussed we have to think about is this more yin is this more yang now acupuncturists you know the answer to that that would be that this substance is more yang why is that so on a scale of all of the five substances some of them have a bit more of a yin nature, which means that they are more tangible, such as the body fluids or your blood. The ones that are less tangible and have less of a, an immediate connection, if you will, to the human body, such as qi, then they have a bit more of an abstract nature. They have communication with you, personally as an individual, but they also have connection with uh, where you've come from, who you are, uh, also the connection with the universe around you. So it is more than just who you are specifically. There is a nature about Shen that points towards both a substantial as well as an insubstantial form that it exists from. If you remember the discussion in the last four parts of this series, we discussed the fact that each of these substances, each of these treasures are some form of qi. Everything is a formation of qi. And Shen is one of these formations and it is much more yang than it is, say, the fluids of the body. But how, in fact, does your Shen form, your spirit form? Well, when we examine this particular treasure of the body, we have to go all the way back to the time of our mother and father before we were even thought of, before we were even conceived. Uh, There is a mixture of the energy between the mother and the father. And then, of course, when conception does actually take place, the energy of one individual, the mother, is more yin. The energy of the father is more yang. And the combination of these two natures, these two uh, beings coming together to form one, it helps to generate the two forms of, remember last time we talked about Jing, and the saying is that Jing is not only the foundation of the body, it is also the root of your mind. So we need to have that previous treasure that we talked about last time, 
the jing, the essence of an individual, to help form the mind of the individual. So how you think, your thoughts, who you are, where you act from. These aspects all relate directly to the Shen with inside of you, your spirit, who you are as an individual. So the health of two other particular treasures, because traditionally they would say that it is Jing, Qi, and Shen, or your essence, your energy, and your spirit are the three treasures of the human body. So ultimately, if two of these treasures, not just uh, looking at Shen itself, but if any two of these treasures are affected in any way, whether it be the fact that the health of your mother and father were not as good as it could have been when you were conceived, maybe there are elements uh, that were unavoidable or some that were avoidable that uh, caused your conception to be affected in some way that uh, may have negatively affected your development, for example, then that would mean that perhaps there were some substances that could have been cared for a bit better over time. Shen in and of itself is connected directly to the organ system of the heart because it governs the mind, it governs your thinking, essentially. The heart itself, traditionally, a lot of you out there uh, who are students of mine or who are acupuncturists will have heard me say or have heard others say that the heart when you write the Chinese character, when you write the character for the word heart, it is really an abstract character. There is no radical within the character, and that means that there is no part of the character that points to the fact that this is actually an organ. A lot of the other characters, say for example the primary organs, most of them have a part of the character that means a piece of flesh or a piece of the physical body. The heart character does not. So it has a few uh, strokes involved in the writing of the character, but it is missing one key portion that we understand from a Western perspective that the heart actually is. And that is partially because of the fact that in Oriental uh, cultures, the heart was considered a very precious part of the body, and they also related it to the emperor, the person who was in charge, that they were so holy, that they were so, so much of a treasure themselves, that they were practically untouchable. We shouldn't come near them, we shouldn't touch them, we should leave them as precious as they are meant to be. And the heart was a resemblance of this same type of uh, position in these cultures. So therefore, the presence of Shen or the absence of Shen is ultimately directed to the mental health, if you will, of not just the heart, but the monarch or the emperor of the kingdom. So if the emperor is not thinking well or is not in a good state, 
and ultimately they believed that the country could suffer. So what are some key aspects of this substance, this treasure? Well, some of the responsibilities, if you will, or some of the things that you can look for when we're thinking of Shen, the functions of Shen are your consciousness. So being aware of what's going on around you, knowing exactly where you are, when you are, versus obviously being unconscious. Uh, also, the act of thinking, your ability to remember things, your ability to see into things, such as having insight, um, the ability to have an affection for another individual. Personally, I believe, as we go through some of these different aspects of Shen, I believe that this is uh, the resemblance of one's ability to love. So in order to love another individual, another individual, uh, you must first have a healthy quality and quantity of Shen inside of yourself, which means that also the feelings that you have, the emotions that you have, how well they are generated and how well they are directed are ultimately pointing back to the quality and quantity of your spirit, your Shen. So how well you care for yourself. Obviously, in the Western sense, when we think of spirit, we're looking more towards, do you go to church? Do you have a religion that you uh, allow yourself to practice on a regular basis? Do you have something that nourishes you outside of just the physical body and the mental body? Do you feel connected to a higher and stronger power than, than yourself? These types of questions, uh, it's a little bit challenging to get to an answer because it is so specific to the individual. However, we can look to the individual to understand how well they are nourishing themselves in this aspect because uh, there is a bit of connection between those, obviously, who practice some form of religion that allows them to focus on a higher purpose or a higher being that may be, say, for example, in control of human life or may have gifted us with life uh, that will ultimately affect how we function in the world. So therefore, these things I mentioned before, such as the level of consciousness, uh, your ability to love another individual, those who practice uh, the religion that is targeted towards these types of, uh, if you will, practices in today's society and building community, building relationships, learning to love not just other people but also yourself are ultimately rooted in this treasure or this substance. sayings uh, related to the heart itself and the spirit 
but one in particular, um, I'm drawing a blank a little bit as to the exact wording, but basically you can see the heart of an individual by looking through their eyes or the eyes, are, I think it's the eyes or the window of the heart or the window to the heart. So this phrase has a lot of meaning within it because acupuncturists, when they are examining the quality of your shen or your spirit or your mind, whatever label you want to put on it or translation, ultimately we are examining the quality of your shen when we look through your eyes. We want to see how well can you connect with me when we are having a conversation or do you tend to say a few words and then look away? Do you look down? Do you look up? Do you close your eyes? Do you even answer me? Are you looking away from me the entire time? So the quality of your eye contact allows us to examine further the quality of your shen. eyes are also connected to another organ system which is the liver system. We touched on this briefly when we were talking about blood. The function of the eyes though, the ability to see the sense of the eyes is connected directly to the heart. So again that's why we look into the eyes to examine what is actually going on with this person's spirit, with their shen? So the eyes being the window to the heart, we can examine not just the quality of the shen, but the health of the heart itself from an emotional and spiritual standpoint. The emotions and the heart are also immediately connected. So joy is the emotion that is connected directly to the heart or the summer season, the fire element, all of these correspondences. Uh, if you're not familiar with those, don't worry. Just think of the heart itself. Whenever you feel joy, you feel what? You might feel warmth inside of your chest. You might feel as though you want to laugh. You might feel as though you want to open your body up, expose your heart. You, you want to share the warmth as well. So giving somebody a hug, a kiss, the joy that you have when you see an individual is connected directly to your heart. All of the other emotions of the body can also affect the heart as well. So any of the emotions, that could be anger, that could be worry, that could be fear, any of these emotions, and that does not mean that they are negative, it is, it is normal for you to experience these emotions, it is abnormal for you to hold on to these emotions. So the smooth flow of the emotions through your body is a healthy thing and joy is one of those emotions as well. So joy can adversely affect the heart as well as anger, worry, uh, thinking too much, pensiveness, uh, fear, etc. Coming back to the responsibilities or functions of Shen, I mentioned some before such as consciousness and thought. It is also connected to your ability to fall asleep easily. So if you are one of those individuals where it takes an hour or two to fall asleep, 
even if you're not binge watching right before bed or if you're not uh, consuming a whole bunch of food or alcohol or doing a whole bunch of exercise if you are just lying down in bed maybe trying to calm yourself down with some light music reading a book uh, just lying there maybe even doing a form of meditation but you're still having trouble falling asleep easily that points back to this particular substance of Shen uh, again earlier I mentioned the ability to have healthy relationships is key when we are examining the quality of one's Shen. So anytime there is a challenge, uh, and I say challenge, most of you might think of the word problem, but there may be some kind of issue or imbalance in this particular substance. There may be issues that show as the unhealthy nature of these responsibilities, such as uh, memory I mentioned before, that could be poor memory, not being able to remember certain events. Again, not being able to fall asleep easily, uh, having issues related to joy. Maybe there's too much joy you're experiencing that could adversely affect you, or you are unable to experience the other emotions because you choose this one over them, and therefore you are faking yourself and faking to other people that you are actually a joyous individual. Of course, the extreme opposite of that would be someone who feels no joy at all. So a lack of consciousness is also uh, showing you that one Shen is obviously being affected by something. Uh, and that doesn't mean just unconsciousness. That means particularly someone who might be confused. So walking around, not really knowing what's going on. Where am I? What's going on here? I'm not really sure what is happening in this moment. These types of things point to issues related directly to one Shen. Uh, another example uh, that may be a little bit easier to understand is someone who has uh, difficulty in terms of their development that might affect their overall intelligence level in comparison with others. So they may seem as slower, uh, not able to process information as well as other individuals, which points to the fact that their Shen is affected. And that doesn't mean that the Shen is the immediate thing that we should treat, but it is one of the things that is adversely affected. Shen is also divided into five different parts. If you have heard of the five elements, uh, martial artists might have heard of this as well if you've ever practiced the art of Xing Yi. Xing Yi is an art that is based in the five elements. And each of the five elements have a particular movement. And they also have a particular branch of Shen. So the first one we talked about is Shen. I mentioned it's connected to the heart as well as the, if you remember what I said earlier, the fire element. The second one is the Hun and this is particularly connected to the liver organ system of the body or the wood element. And the Hun, uh, I think the translation, one of the more common ones is the ethereal soul. And this soul nature uh, is connected towards one's understanding of their purpose in life their vision? Do they know what they are meant to do in this life? And do they have the courage to actually go forward and make it 
come true? Are they able to make the decisions that are necessary? The organ system of the liver, which again is connected to this form of Shen, which is the Hun, the organ system of the liver is uh, related to the responsibility of a general who is required to develop the strategy in situations where a kingdom may come uh, into battle with an outside kingdom. So if the Hun itself, one's ability to understand where they are meant to go in life, is being challenged, then that means that this general is called to duty. It is called to develop a strategy in life to say that you must go in this direction and this is the plan. There are no other decisions to be made. If you want to survive, if you want to get to that point and not just survive but thrive, you must act upon these decisions. The well-rooted nature of this particular spirit itself will allow you to experience a normal amount of sleep with few dreams. The person who has a sense of purpose in life but has a challenge in ultimately fulfilling it may dream a little bit too much. They may think, well, I can be anything in my life and I'm going to try to be anything in my life and it takes them forever to get there because they're going in a hundred different directions at the same time. So in order to hone in the Hun, if you will, in order to hone in this spirit or this branch of Shen, we need to be able to bring the decisions that are ultimately necessary for us to reach this direction in life or travel in this direction of life and achieve our sense of purpose by having less distractions by dreaming less so the quality of or sorry not the quality i guess the quality the quality as well as the quantity of sleep that you get can be affected by the amount of dreams that you have so we want to reduce the amount of dreams not make them go away completely because it is natural to dream so uh, to to wrap up this particular substance the hun itself is connected to having one's purpose in life uh, being able to sleep well with few dreams, but also the act of dreaming is important uh, in order for us to understand first what is our sense of purpose or what is our next goal in life. Because we don't just have one single goal, we should have one goal that we achieve and then we build another goal and then we have to, even before that, we have to dream of what the goal might be for next, uh, our, our next um, uh, a part of our life. So we must dream first and then figure out what the goal is going to be and figure out the decisions that we need to make in order to get there and then act upon them. So there is a process that needs to occur for this to take place. The third branch of Shen is called the Po. So this is the corporeal spirit. So the previous one was the ethereal spirit and this one is now the 
corporeal spirit. So this one is connected more to the physical body, your corpse, if you will. And the organ system is the lung and the element of the five elements is metal. So the pool is connected to one's ability to move, to have agility, to have coordination, to have a strong sense of balance, basically a connection with the physical body. And obviously, if we're thinking of the lungs being the organ system here connected to the pool, that means that the ability to breathe. So any breathing difficulties one may have, including hyperventilation, shallow breathing, and those physical changes that might come within the experience of, say, anxiety or a panic attack, that points to issues back to this particular spirit, but there may be other ones involved as well. So the emotions that are ultimately connected to this form of Shen are the emotions of grief and the act of crying which again are natural. We should never assume that our emotions are unnatural unless we have trouble letting go of them, moving past them, uh, and ultimately using them as something to heal ourselves and other people. So if we're looking at the physical body and one's ability to have a connection with that, that could also mean that our relationship with ourself is connected to this particular spirit. So. An acupuncturist might ask you questions, not just about the physical nature of you and are you a clumsy person, how are you with balance, and if they are also a teacher of Tai Chi, Qigong martial arts like I am, I would ask you to show me uh, certain balance postures that might come from Tai Chi. Or if you're in my Tai Chi class, students, if you're listening, you will know that I am evaluating every part of you with every movement that you do. That may sound a little creepy, but I'm always evaluating your level of health and your connection to yourself. And one of the things that I also always mention in my Tai Chi class is that I believe that the lungs are the organ system that help generate the rhythm of the body because in order for you to have a smooth or a lower heart rate that may seem normal for yourself uh, or average for others, your breathing has to be in coordination together with that particular heart rate. Because if you breathe fast right now for 60 seconds, guarantee you, your heart rate is going to increase. And same thing is true if you slow down your breathing and you start to breathe from your abdomen versus way up high in your, your chest, like hyperventilating. So the breathing basically sets the rhythm of the body, and it also allows you to relax the body at the same time. So we have some connections with the physical body, connections with you yourself as an individual, and our last, not last, sorry, our next to last spirit is the Yi, which is the organ system of the spleen. Yi means intention, by the way. The spleen and the earth element. So one's intention. Let's think about that for a minute. One's intention. Your ability to think clearly. And if we take that a step further, that would mean your ability 
to concentrate. And if you are able to concentrate, you are able to analyze new information. You are able to retain that information and ultimately you are able to put it to good use. You are able to study, to bring in the new ideas, to understand them and make them useful for yourself and others. So your intention, what is your intention uh, when you are listening to this podcast? What is your intention when you are in fact getting new information? What are you going to do with it? Are you just going to put it in your head and once the podcast is over, are you going to let it go? Are you going to learn something from it? Are you going to put it into action? So it is responsible, ye is responsible for the ability to think clearly, to concentrate, to assimilate new ideas. So if you are a student and you're having trouble during uh, your midterms, your finals, working on projects, maybe you have some noisy neighbors, uh, maybe you live in a dorm and it is probably not the best study environment for you, then your ability to concentrate, to pull in this new information is ultimately affected. So examining the health of one's yi, of one's spleen, of one's earth element, all of these uh, being connected directly to the branch of Shen, which is your intention, can be affected. So your memory is also connected here as well. Your memory will be good uh, and the retaining of information, information will be healthy if this particular substance is also healthy. Last but not least, we have what is called the zhi. Z-H-I, zhi, which is a branch of Shen that connects directly to the kidney organ system or the water element and the winter season. So the zhi, what does this mean? Well, one of the translations is your will or your willpower. Earlier, I mentioned one's ability to have... Uh, direction in life or one's one's understanding of their direction in life to better put it their sense of purpose you can have all of these things but if you do not have the willpower to move forward with this new strategy and understanding of yourself then you're not going to get anywhere you need the drive you need the determination you need the tenacity the persistence and the courage to stand up against anything in your life that could potentially get in your way. The willpower, no matter what happens in your life, you can move forward and be who you are meant to be. Interestingly, the same organ and element and season, all of these three, and even the zhi, have a direct relationship to the emotion of fear. So if you are overly fearful 
Obviously, you are not going to move with the same drive and determination as someone who, even though they are experiencing fear, are able to make themselves larger than that emotion and have the courage to keep going, to keep moving forward, no matter what. But the other end of the spectrum would be someone who is excessively fearful, or, or fearless, I should say. Fearless, someone who is excessively fearless, so ultimately puts themselves in danger all of the time. Now, they may be okay with that, and this would be the very high-risk person, say, uh, who's investing in the stock market, who says, you know what, I'm putting everything in. I'm risking my entire life, I'm risking my entire savings, everything. I'm putting it all in. They're betting on everything. So having a sense of fearlessness as well as fearfulness. Either you don't act at all or you're acting way too much. You could see those things as pathogenic, but you could see them as part of the process and ultimately getting to the point of having the willpower to say, these are the things that I need in my life. These are the people that I need in my life. These are the changes that I need to make in my life that will ultimately make me a better person and turn me into who I want to be. So understanding one's own willpower, their drive, their initiative, uh, will determine the strength and the quality of their zhi, their willpower, their will. So these are the five branches of Shen, the five types of Shen, one of which is in fact Shen. Then we have the Hun, the Po, the Yi, and the Zhi. So we have these five branches of Shen, which are ultimately five smaller branches of one large branch of Shen, which again is connected back into one's heart, which is connected back into one's spirit, their soul, who they are as an individual, how they act, how they interact as a human being, which does also stem back into the other remaining substances of the body that we discussed in our four previous podcasts connected to this series. So this concludes the final portion of the five treasures of acupuncture. We have discussed the different types of qi, We've discussed blood, we've discussed the body fluids, we've discussed one's essence or jing, and now we have discussed the shen, one's spirit, one's soul. We've gone from low to high, from inside to outside. We've gone from basically um, <laughs> physical to mental to spiritual. We've touched on every aspect of the human being, the human body, the human experience. So I thank you all for tuning in to the five treasures of acupuncture. I hope this brings you a little bit closer to what it is that we do as acupuncturists and oriental medicine practitioners. Uh, if you ever have any questions or concerns, or uh, if you're interested to learn more from a student's perspective, or if you want to experience more as a patient, feel free to reach out to MyMetro Medicine at any point, uh, you can reach me directly, Jay Flinner, that's J-F-L-I-N-N-E-R at mymetromedicine.com. 
and continue to listen to the Justin Flinner podcast because I'll keep bringing you information related to acupuncture. I'll keep bringing you information related to how to live a better lifestyle. I will, I will keep bringing you as much new ideas uh, that will open up new possibilities in your life so that you can also ultimately be healthy, be happy, and just in general, just love living your life because that's why we're here. We have one life. We have one chance. And it is not just the information that we have because I like the phrase uh, that knowledge is not power. Knowledge is potential power. So once we begin to not just understand it, but show that we understand it and put it into action in our own way, does it become useful for other people as well as something that we can learn more about from ourselves. So thank you so much for listening to the Justin Flinner podcast. It means a lot to me. It means a lot to my mentor medicine. And don't forget to give us a rating on whatever platform you're listening to. If it's Apple podcast, if it's uh, Spotify, don't just give us a rating, but also uh, follow us so that you know each time a new episode comes out that you can be the first to listen to it. And I look forward to seeing you back here next time. In the meantime, have a great week. Have a great weekend. Whenever you listen to this, have a great rest of the summer. And I will talk to you next time. All right. Take care. Have a great one, everyone. Justin Flinner Podcast is brought to you by MyMentor Medicine, an organization dedicated to helping people improve their lives by learning to empower themselves and take control of their own life. Any form of reproduction or distribution of this podcast or the information contained in this podcast is strictly prohibited. Should you have any questions on how to use this podcast or the information contained within this podcast, please contact MyMentor Medicine at info at mymentormedicine.com dot com.